Hello everyone, welcome back to Strange Days. Uh, my name's Kyle. Uh, if you've been listening along for the last two days, you, you will know who I am. If you haven't been listening along, I recommend you go back to at least the first episode of this season on A Rule of Life, just to be able to follow along because we're really jumping into the super practical end today um, and you'll really need the foundations which we're not going to sort of recover. Um, but welcome to this final episode as we're exploring uh, A Rule of Life, how to build the the, the, the trellis, how to structure the trellis that's going to allow our lives to flourish, uh, to allow the, the, the grapevine of our lives to bear fruit in Jesus' uh, language. Um, and yesterday what we did was we started to get practical. We looked a lot at Pete Scazzaro's stuff at his sort of uh, diagram I try to describe to you and the, 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 the sort of way he plots out his, his rule of life. What we're going to do today is um, I'm going to take you through John Mark Comer and Bridgetown Church's um, basically breakdown for how to structure a rule of life. But then I'm going to encourage you to go to practicingtheway.org and on there you'll find their rule of life section. And you, I want you to go and download uh, this workbook that I'm going to basically um, chat around and chat through today um, because it will be so good for you to have it in front of you and to start to figure these things out. I've printed a copy for myself and for Mish. We were meant to uh, get get to it a couple of weeks back, but uh, we haven't been able to yet. And things keep shifting and changing for us and um, in terms of capacities with Harrison and all that. But um, we've managed to implement a few things, as I've been saying over the last few days, uh, Sabbath, uh, some Sabbath routines and a few other things. So we're getting there. This is a work in progress for all of us, and that's the that's the big idea. On that note, let me read a quote from the beginning of their um, their little book here. Um, from I'm going to mispronounce this name, Margaret Gunther, but it, it actually sums up what I'm trying to say here. A good rule can set us free to be our true and best selves. It is a working document, a kind of spiritual budget, not carved in stone, but subject to regular review and revision. It should support us, but never constrict us. I think that's just a very, very brilliant, helpful description of what we're trying to do here. Now, in order for me to just talk talk you through how John Marcoma and them um, see the rule of life and how they how they break it up and make it quite practical and, and format it for us, is, um, they've got um, some life categories. So kind of like uh, Pete Scazzaro had his four categories of prayer, rest, uh, relationships, and work, or whatever it was. Um, these guys have seven. Um, which I think is helpful. And then in a line to that, they've got uh, seven, seven other practices, uh, which you are the things you want to help those life categories to flourish. So you want to incorporate the practices into those categories of life, if that makes sense. Um, so here's the life categories that they've got. Um, abiding, it's time with Jesus, hard time, rest time, uh, mind, it's really your, your thought life, what you know, what you're training your mind to do. Body, that's your physical life. Um, relationships, obviously your relational life with other people. Rest, so very similar here to uh, Pete Scazzaro's thing. Number six is work and money. Uh, so they've he's taken work and added um, how you actually spend and think through money and finances. And then lastly, gospel and hospitality, which I think is actually very, very cool and very helpful. And you'll see what they mean. It's, it's sort of the outreach side of things, not just the the relationships that um, are sort of near and, dear, near and dear to you. So those are their seven categories, abiding, mind, body, relationships, rest, work and money, gospel and hospitality. Picture those as the big buckets. In fact, if you picture a page, Picture those things across the top of the page. Um, if, you, if, you, if we're going to make a schedule, picture abiding, mind, body, relationship, rest, work and money, gospel and hospitality from left to right at the top of the page. 
And then imagine for later on as well, imagine um, going down that page on the left column daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually. This is how they've structured it, which is quite helpful. Little blocks where there's an intersection of abiding, and then you've got abiding daily, abiding weekly, abiding quarterly. And basically, you can fill in there the practices that are going to go in those individual blocks, if that makes sense. So that's how they, 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 they outline their, their sort of structure. And the practices that they're going to fill the structure with, um, again, it's similar stuff to what we mentioned yesterday. They've also got seven. So they've got their seven categories atop, uh, across the top that we're going to think through. And then the seven practices that we want to incorporate. And there's things underneath these practices, but these are the big ideas of the practices. Number one, silence and solitude. Number two, scripture. Number three, prayer. All sorts of prayer. Number four, fasting. Number five, simplicity. Number six, living in community. And then number seven, Sabbath. I'll just go through those again so we've got them in our head. You're picturing these are the things we want to incorporate into our life. Some we've chatted about in the podcast, some we will chat about in the podcast. Silence and solitude, a moment of intentional time to be alone in the quiet with God. Number two, scripture, continually sort of committing to study the word of God. Number three, prayer, central to obviously our life with God. It's woven into the fabric of all our routines, and we've chatted through prayer before. Fasting, we've also chatted through fasting. It's a willing uh, abstinence from food for a period of time. Number five, simplicity. We haven't really chatted through this, but it's structuring your life in a way that it becomes more freeing, from stuff to the schedule. Number six, living in community. We've chatted through this a little bit. Partnering, you know, these, these, are, these, these are our brothers and sisters who we partner for the journey together and we share life together and we share the Lord's Supper together. We, 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 we do life together. And number seven, Sabbath. We've also chatted through this. Uh, uh, a weekly rest and worship. A weekly day set aside for rest and worship. Um, often for many of you, it'll include uh, church on Sunday. So those are the practices. And there's, 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 there's little practices within those practices that you can imagine. There's different types of prayers. There's different things, there are different ways that we'll live in community. And there's different things that you'll do on your Sabbath. Um, and, and, you know, the fun thing now is we get to dream about that stuff and incorporate it into our rule of life. But if you go and download their workbook, you'll see the chart that I've described with the practices across the top and the, the daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually going down the side. And then you've got that grid and you want to start filling out that grid with these practices that we've just mentioned. So what's it going to look like, okay? For example, uh, let's, let's start with abiding, okay? I'll just give you some ideas from, um, from what they've recommended. I'm not going to go through some of my ones, but I've, I've mentioned them before and um, tried to do 10 minutes of silence and solitude in the morning. That's completely gone out the window in the last few weeks with Harrison's new routine. Um, but uh, weekly Sabbath once a week, fasting once a week on a Tuesday, a lot of us are trying. Um, these are the kinds of things we're trying to commit to. So in abiding, for example, you could daily, you could commit to a 10-minute time of silence and solitude. Um, weekly, you could have a Sabbath, put that in your weekly column, a Sabbath, and you can figure out what that looks like, as well as meeting with your community together um, on Sunday and worshiping together. That's a great example of abiding. Maybe we'll do a few others here. Think of the mind category. Okay, what you could do is say, hey, um, every day I'm going to read um, at least one chapter of Scripture or whatever, you know, uh, one, one, one page of the Bible I'm going to read. Uh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a different Bible plan. But every day to inform my mind, to inform my thought life, I'm going to do that. Um, uh, maybe, maybe over a month you commit to doing another sort of Bible study. 
uh, and you say, hey, I'm going to take the first two chapters out of the six chapters of Ephesians. And this month, I'm going to do a more in-depth study in my own time and other, at other moments of that to inform my mind, body. That's, hey, three times a week, um, I'm going to go for a run. It's simple things like this, but we're putting, we're putting little blocks into place. Relationships is going to be a bit more complicated. There's, there's many categories, friendships, um, brothers and sisters at church, um, your marriage, your family. Um, but, you know, I would say we chatted about community recently. A great one for relationships and doing life together, combining that stuff is um, meeting together with your life group on a Wednesday. Right now, it's not happening physically. It's Zoom. But making that touch point, for example, is a, is a huge thing to add into your, 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 your rule of life at, at, at this, at this uh, time. Rest. Um, you could literally commit to a bedtime. Figure that out. Uh, maybe it's it's again that space of silence and solitude that could fall under rest as well. And so you say, actually, um, once a week, I'm going to try to do half an hour of silence and solitude. So you start small. You don't start with like uh, uh, you know six hours of silence and solitude every day or whatever whatever it could be. Start small and build up. And then um, work and money. You know, you've, you know what your commitments are for work. Try and figure that out, if, especially in this time of COVID where we're, lots of, where we're at home, a lot of us, and there's lots of blurry lines. Do your best to try and structure it and figure it out and get everyone on the same page so you know when is work time and when is play time. That'll be extremely helpful. Um, but also maybe it'll be like, cool, how much am I committing to give to the church this month financially? And put that into your budget at the beginning of the month rather than at the end and see what you've got left over. These are the kinds of ideas. And then hospitality, you know, that's their last one, gospel and hospitality. Um, who are those three people, for example, that you could um, have a conversation with once a month? Or who are those two or three people that you can invite to Alpha every time Alpha comes up? And then once they have said yes, you can fill that three, those three slots up with another three people that you'd love to invite. You could, or you could, you could dream all sorts of things that that you know could go in here and how these things can work. But essentially, we don't want to just come up with a million ideas. We want to come up with a few things that we can commit to to help us really bear fruit, um, and not just have quantity of ideas, but quality of activations as we go forward. Let me read. Um, uh, Benedict here, Saint Benedict, um, his little his little quote here to to end off. I get it from the end of um, the, the the Bridgetown resource, which is super helpful. Um, it's from uh, a prologue that he wrote. Here we go. It says this: As we go forward in our life and faith, our hearts will expand, and we will run the way of God's commandments with unspeakable sweetness of love. Friends, that's the big idea. We want to go forward in life and faith. We want our hearts to expand as, as the trellis here gives life to our vines. And we want to run in the ways of God, not just you know, saying we know God, but, but living it out, being obedient to Him, being fruitful for Him, all in the spirit of love. That's what, we, that's what we want to do. That's the people we want to be. Thanks for joining us for just these three short episodes on A Rule of Life. I hope it's been helpful. I hope the other seasons of Strange Days will... Um, help flesh out all the various things that we've mentioned here and this this season will sort of pull together seasons that we've done and seasons that we're going to do um, and give you a framework to incorporate all our learnings together that's the that's the big idea um paul morn is going to be taking on for taking over for the next season and i'm super excited to be learning about something that really um you know got hold of his heart last year which was um knowing knowing yourself 
knowing your shadow, what is your past? How does that affect your present? What are the things that you'll that'll that'll you know bring something up suddenly in the moment where there'll be an outburst in your life, but actually the moment didn't ask for that. It was something in your past that has risen to the surface. And how does our past affect our present? Um, there's that great line. I think Luke mentioned it on Sunday again. You may have Jesus in your heart, but you've got grandpa on your bones. And that, 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 that affects us. And we need to learn to, to, to hold on to the beautiful things that we've received from our ancestors. And we need to learn to let go of some of the things that hold us back um, and in, in captivity of sorts, much like the, the, the demon-possessed man was held in those chains and held, held by those demons of his past. No, we need freedom and life and love. And I think Paul's going to set us up so well. And I'm so looking forward to that. So, Father, thank you for these three episodes. I pray, God, that you bring lots of grace into our lives as we try to figure this out imperfectly, as we, as we start things, stop things, try things, as we take uh, two steps back sometimes, God, I trust that you will um, bless the work of our hands, bless the works of our calendars here, and really help us to love you better and love people better. And we pray that you would help us bear much fruit for your glory and your kingdom. Amen.